FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Everybody, welcome to episode 324 of the podcast that goes snicked. Sniped. <laughs> it's not. It is the. It is the 90s, but it's not with a Y. <laughs> oh, it's a flashback episode. Ghost Rider, 90s Ghost Rider. I, of course, am your host, Jason. Ring of Fire, Venable, and I'm joined once. Again, it's been a while, but a special co-host, Ethan, bad to the bone. Venable, how's it going? Good. Good. (laughs) So, Ethan, uh, one of his favorite characters is Ghost Rider. So, wanted to have him come on and talk about... um, We're going to talk about Marvel Comics Presents number 64 to 71, which is the first time that Wolverine meets... The 90s Ghost Rider. Now, your real favorite Ghost Rider is Robbie, right? The new guy. Either Robbie or like OG, OG Ghost Rider. Right, the Western one? Yeah, the Western one. Okay, cool. Have you ever read or seen or really had any exposure to the 90s one Danny Ketch before? No. No? Okay. Very cool. So he's a pretty new character. Um... His series had just started at this point. It was about six issues in when this came out. Um, six or seven, I forget. But um, pretty brand new series, and he debuted in that series. So he's only been in a handful of his issues, and then he shows up here. Um, of course, his, his origin is a little bit different. So he and his sister like to go to cemeteries for fun. That's not weird at all. <laughs> hey, it's 90s macabre. Um, so they just kind of walk around cemeteries and do cemetery stuff. Um, like and then, you typically do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, typical Friday <laughs> night in the city. Um, <laughs> and so there was also a gang that lived in that cemetery. They like lived in the, what's it called? Mausoleums. That, those what? are the above ground ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of operated out of there, and one night they catch Danny and his sister and are going to give them some trouble, but they don't really, I mean, they're kind of a, a kind of harmless gang, they're mostly just fun and... <laughs> uh, so it's a gang, but it's not a gang. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a comic book gang. <laughs> what do they mean? Well, um, but then they all get attacked by these ninjas because this gang stole something from the ninja's boss. Um, and it ends up that uh, Danny's sister gets put in a coma, but he finds this motorcycle, and he's really mad. And the motorcycle senses his anger, and he touches the gas cap, and it catches on fire, and he turns into Ghost Rider. That's a horrible orange <laughs> It's very, very 90s. Um... So the series, I've actually read the first six, and Ethan, if you want, I'll put them on the iPad. Um, but it's actually not bad. Danny's not a bad little ghostwriter so far. Um, 
you know, he's kind of learning his powers. Um, but anyway, that's where he catches up. So there's a guy, a, a character we'll find later in this series, who's the boss of those ninjas. So it all kind of plays back into his origin eventually in this story. So you want to jump into these comics? Yep. All right, let's do it. So we'll start off with Marvel Comics Presents number 64. Um, our Wolverine story, which is what we'll focus on, is Acts of Vengeance, not the crossover that it actually references later, <laughs> but a brand new story. Um, part one of eight, Ghost of the Past, uh, written by Howard Mackey, who is writing the current Ghost Rider series. Penciled by Mark Teixeira, who is inking the current Ghost Rider series and is about to start drawing it. Um, is inked by Harry Candelario, who I don't know, lettered by Clem Robbins, and colors by Gregory Wright. Um, our cover is by Mike Thomas and Klaus Jansen. And I don't know Mike Thomas, but this is a pretty cool cover. Yeah. It's a close-up of Wolverine's cow, and in the eyeball um, is a reflection of the Ghost Rider's flaming skull. What, what do you think of this cover as just a cover in general, and then also as the cover to kind of start our story? Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, Ghost Rider doesn't have a neck. Well, no, it's just his head. <laughs> he doesn't have a body either. He's a he's a floating head, just the fire reflecting in Wolverine's eyes. Um, yeah, that was a pretty cool cover. It's, it's an interesting choice in that with a close-up on the face and Ghost Rider's eyes, not a whole lot of action. So I don't know how apt like a new reader would be like, oh, I don't know these characters, but I'm going to grab this. But yeah, I mean, it's... it's Pretty cool cover. All right, so here's what happens in this one. In parallel stories, so it's kind of cool. What they do is like half the page is Wolverine's story and half the page is Ghost Rider's story. Yeah, it swaps between the two places. Yeah. And so uh, some Death Watch ninjas attack Wolverine in Madripoor and a karate dojo in Brooklyn where Ghost Rider is visiting a friend. Wolverine takes the ninjas down and interrogates the last one, prompting him to plan a trip to New York City and pay Death Watch a visit. Ghost Rider's friend is killed, question mark, so he swears revenge on Death Watch. So what do you think of this first chapter? It's pretty good for yeah. introducing the whole thing. Yeah, what, did you like the uh, the parallel storytelling? Like the, yeah. Yeah, was... I thought that was pretty cool, kind of where they end up. In a similar place. Um, did anything just jump out at you? Um, well, now that I know where the ninjas are coming from, I'm like, when did a Marvel story about like a demon-possessed guy and a guy who has Wolverine powers involve ninja? <laughs> well, to be fair, Wolverine fights ninjas on the regs. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, they're they're the Death Watch ninjas. Um, so, what did you think? of the art it's pretty cool I mean Wolverine looks a little more hairier <laughs> yeah he's got like actually like a mane of hair I guess yeah yeah as we get into the 90s his hair starts to grow a little bit um and Teixeira is kind of a quintessential 90s artist he's kind of the he did a lot of Marvel's gritty books in the 90s cause he has like a kind of a thick inking style um Lots of shadow. Uh, I thought the snick was pretty sweet. Um, 
So what do you think of uh, Ghost Rider's motorcycle here? It's a little bit different model on the motorcycle. I mean, it looks a little more futuristic. I would okay. have liked it to be kind of like what it is now, which is like just a Harley. Right, like a classic, like, yeah. classic uh, motorcycle. Yeah, this is a more, it's more of a sport bike Yeah. Um, than anything else. Um, yeah, I really thought the, the last page were, so the whole book or the whole chapter we kind of have Wolverine on the top of the page and Ghost Rider on the bottom of the page. It's all horizontal. And then the last page, it goes vertical. So we get two tall panels. Um, one of Wolverine about to stab an engine and one of Ghost Rider yelling at the heavens as he holds his friend in his arms. I um, thought that was a pretty great page. I like that one too. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, got out of order. So, I think our creative team stays the same through most of this. Um, issue 65, our cover... Oh, wait. Okay. I have some notes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We really get the... In the parallel stories, we get the why of the attacks. And that's okay. That's pretty good for an opening chapter. Um, I like that Ghost Rider wants to avenge a friend, but all Wolverine needs to go after Death Watch is a fight. <laughs> Like, like Ghost Rider has this like deep emotional like I want to get them they got my yeah. friend and Wolverine's like oh, these guys fought me I think I'll go to New York <laughs> and that was a pretty cool difference in the characters um, in their attitude um, <laughs> alright so uh, 65 we have a new cover by David Ross uh, what's going on on this cover um, it's Wolverine punching Ghost Rider yeah but his claws are out. You think he would cut his head off, but he doesn't. He just makes his jaw move. <laughs> all right, what do you think of this cover? It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it all right. Not bad. Um, so in this one, uh, Wolverine tracks the ninjas to a cemetery in Brooklyn, probably the same cemetery <laughs> where Ghost Rider was born, um, and he tries to save a hostage. Uh, Ghost Rider thinks Wolverine is going to stab the girl with his claws, so they fight. <laughs> they knock each other out, but then a mysterious guest shows up and takes out the ninjas. So what do you think of this one? What, anything jump out at you? Is there a face in the clouds? There's a little skull in the clouds. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize there that. is. Okay. I thought it was funny. So Wolverine gets to the cemetery, and he's standing on top of a mausoleum, and Teixeira is the name. <laughs> So the artist basically buried himself in the cemetery. Thought that was uh, interesting. Um. <laughs> How do I put my name in here? Ah, oh, yes, I'll kill myself. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, there's some pretty cool art in here. Um, you had mentioned, so <laughs> there's a part where uh, Wolverine is fighting Ghost Rider. What happens? Um, he cuts off his shirt. Yeah, his biker jacket gives it shreds. Um, and you were wondering where his arm went. <laughs> yeah, so like, you, in parts of it you can see the like the biker jacket being like torn off. But there's a panel where it's being torn off. And it's like covering up a small portion of his arm. But on the other side of it, there is no arm. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Even the fire stops. It yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's two different panels, but it's not. It's, 
Interesting. Um, then Wolverine's blood is like a, a bad movie where you bite the capsule in your mouth and it falls out like ketchup. Uh, it was like a chewed a blood capsule there. Um, I did think it was interesting that suddenly he just gets his clothes back. Ghost Rider does. Yeah. Um, but it kind of makes sense, I guess, because one of the issues of his series, his motorcycle blows up. He's like, oh, what am I going to do now? But the spirit of vengeance, like, reassembles it. So I guess he just gets his boat, motorcycle and his clothes and whatever back whenever he wants. Um, I like how he tries to give Wolverine the pennant stare, and Wolverine just like, stabs him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, He's like eat this, Nick. <laughs> and somehow, when he stabs him, it makes him blow up. I don't really know how that works, but um, oh wait, or maybe the ninja shot him. I cannot really tell. Well, in like a later... No, because he says the freak's done our job for us. Yeah, and so... later, in a couple... And later, they do it again. Yeah. Um, a new thing that's interesting is Wolverine says it's one of the best scraps he's ever been in, which I don't believe. Um, <laughs> not that Ghost Rider's not a good fight, but I mean, there's like two pages of them kind of fighting, and Wolverine's like... One of the best scraps I've ever had. <laughs> like, um, you fought Sabretooth, dude. <laughs> I mean, not to diss on Ghost Rider, but I'm sure you've had uh, bigger, bigger, better fights. Um, anything else on th- this chapter jump out at you? I mean, no. Like, in some areas, these eyes look a little <laughs> weird. You know what it looks like? Have you ever seen any of the old He-Man cartoons or pictures or no. maybe some memes? <laughs> Probably seen a few memes. So there's a, a floating wizard in He-Man. Um, he's a little guy, kind of like Yoda. Um, but he has no legs. He just has a big shirt and it's like a dress and he has arms and a pointy wizard hat. And he's got like a scarf around his face, around his mouth. But his face is just like black shadow with eyes. It kind of looks like this. kind of looks like Orko um, for you He-Man fans. <laughs> So, all right, cool. Well, number 66, as we truck along here, um, this cover is by Jim Valentino of Guardians of the Galaxy 90s version and Shadowhawk fame. Um, Typically thought of as a really good artist. What's going on on this cover? Wolverine's jumping at Ghost Rider on his bike. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Just is. stating facts. Yep. <laughs> what, what do you think of this cover? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a little stiff, I think. Yeah. Um, Wolverine's like in a like action figure pose, like he can't move, and Ghost Rider's pretty uh pretty straight as well. Not my not my favorite of the group, but it's not bad. Um. So in this one, Ghost Rider leaves the cemetery to visit a friend in the hospital, only to find more ninjas. And he defeats them, but his strange benefactor appears to talk. Emmeline, whose name will change in the next issue, uh, that's a girl Wolverine rescued from the cemetery, takes him home. He wakes up and tries to escape past her mysterious brother, Sean, before she stops him to talk. And, um... Yeah, 
I think it's a cool opening page with Ghost Rider. It's almost yeah. like his flame's kind of going out, like as he's knocked out on the ground. Yeah, like the few, like the smoke coming off, like after you put out a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of our new characters? You know, we've had, we've had three issues of Wolverine and Ghost Rider fighting the ninjas, fighting each other, fighting the ninjas again, and now these new characters show up. Um, what did you think of them? I mean, they're pretty good. I mean, it's a little soon to be adding new <laughs> characters, but eventually they're good characters. Okay. What do you think of Ghost Rider? He, he really uses his chain in this issue. It's pretty good. I mean, I kind of wish the chain was on fire. Ah, uh, like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, like, and like the newer ones as well. They're yeah. usually on fire. Yeah, yeah, they usually have Hellfire with them. That's true. Um. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this one? No, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, issue sixty-seven. Now we have a cover by Mark. Well, it says Mark Teixeira. It's not. Um, you can look at it and tell it's not the same art as the inside. I looked it up. Um, online it's Javier Sautores. Um. So that's the guy. Uh, who. Who drew this cover? Oh, what's going on on this cover? Wolverine's fighting a ninja and Ghost Rider's finding a ninja. Yeah. Yep, Ghost Rider's got his chain around a ninja's neck. And Wolverine keeps punching people with his claws. I don't know how that works. Um, <laughs> but And there's random specks, like, coming out of the ninja. Yeah. Like... The ninjas aren't glass, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be pieces of cloth, I guess. Uh, from his... From his uniform. I don't know. Alright, well, so what happens in this one? Do you remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, well, Wolverine tries to get answers from... Emmeline... Emmeline, or, uh, Brigitte... Or Brigitte? Bridget? Uh, yeah. Um... And, uh, he, he, oh yeah, so he's trying to get answers from her the hard way. He's got his claws out and grabbing her hair, which is kind of mean. Um, <laughs> but Ghost Rider and her dad interrupt. Then more ninjas interrupt and kidnap the girl. The ninjas want Sean and Wolverine and also have kidnapped Ghost Rider's friend. So they're going to trade Ghost Rider's friend, who I guess is not dead, and the girl for the girl's brother and Wolverine. Um, and we find out that Sean is a guy named Brass. Does he play a trumpet? No. <laughs> There's some pretty cool panels in here. Um, you know, Wolverine and Ghost Rider get mad at each other again. Um, it's interesting. Uh, the ninja's running around. Um... We find out the, the the son has a costume. What do you think of the guy's costume? It just looks like another ninja. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like he's in a double dragon. Um, he's got like ninja pants and ninja boots. And he's got like these gold or I guess brass uh, armbands that go up his forearm. He's got a golden bandana um, or a headband. And then kind of a ninja shirt or a, a dry fit shirt. <laughs> that he wears. Um, the last Ghost Rider panel. That's pretty awesome, I thought. He's yelling and making a big mouth. He's ready to eat a burrito. 
Um, well, I thought it was more like a what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they cut off the poor girl's braid. The dad's like holding the braid, like crying, like they took my daughter but left her braid. Um, which you know, it's like it's supposed to be a trophy, right? Yeah. Like here. Kind of like in the mob when they send you someone's finger in a box or something. Like, if you want to see the rest of them, we gave her a haircut. <laughs> All right, well, I guess moving on. Um, number 68. This cover is by Paul Galachi. Pretty good artist. Um, what do you think of this cover? What we got going on? Pretty good. I like how this time... Ghost Rider's bike is actually leaving like a trail of fire. Yeah, yeah, he's burning through the grass as they go hog wild. Get it because he rides oh, the hog. Wow. <laughs> no, it, it kind of doesn't look like Wolverine's jumping down. It kind of <laughs> looks like someone threw him up in the air. Um. <laughs> I, I expect him to start going like, ah! Right? Like start flapping his arms and like. Well, he's in like one of those artificial skydiver places. <laughs> <laughs> I fly. I fly. Yes, I fly Wolverine. Um. <laughs> all right. So in this one, Ghost Rider and the dad race off after Death Watch. Wolverine and Brass go the same place, but they go a lot slower. Um, and they cut through ninjas all the way. I really like Tashera's Ghost Rider. What do you think of? I is this, do you like his like gritty skull? Yeah, that, I like that better than. Like the cartoonish, like almost circular. Right. Yeah. Um, Brass grabs his purse. Um, he has grenades. Uh, what do you think of Ghost Rider like driving his motorcycle up the bridge? I like how it's upside down because yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah, not just driving cool. straight up it. Oh, and he like drives across the water too. Smoke yeah. on the water. <laughs> yeah, pretty good art. The story's kind of getting a little repetitive at this point. Yeah. Um, Just more ninjas. Yeah, more ninjas. Um, <laughs> all right, any other comments on that one? No. Yeah, we are flying. Um, all right. <laughs> Issue 69, this cover by Sandy Plunkett. What's on this cover? There's Wolverine that's bigger than other people and then a bigger ghost rider yeah grabbing other people ghost rider actually looks like a ghost yeah it's interesting um but yeah that's a pretty cool it's kind of an artsy cover it's pretty cool um i expect this to be like a movie cover like a movie poster yeah yeah i can see that oh you can barely read it but here in the, an unreadable font is streaks <laughs> of fire um, purple on an orange background. Yeah, and it's a weird thin font too. It's hard to see the letters. Um, all right, so here we find out the brass is not just a guy. He has powers. He can see what people are going to do before they do it. This makes him a great fighter. His girlfriend was killed during the real Acts of Vengeance storyline um, crossover, so he's been hunting bad guys, which gets him in trouble. Maybe the Mandarin hired Death Watch. We're not real sure. Um, Wolverine has an epiphany that doesn't actually mean anything to shoehorn in, him into the story. Uh, but once all of that is clear as mud, they fight some bad guys. 
So I like like super hunched over Wolverine, yes. like a hunchback. Those legs are weird. That's a weird perspective. Standing on his tippy toes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fight through this wall, but I'm going to do it on my tippy toes, like at my weakest point. Yeah. There's a cool panel here, though, where you see half a Wolverine and half a Brass, and they're like in the same pose. And instead of the claws, Brass has a blade. Yeah, so we have a cool snick, and then Brass has a has a knife. Um, I thought it was really... All right, what do you think of Brass's origin? The origin's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. So he's like this really good soldier um, who has a special set of skills. Um, and that makes him a good fighter. And then he falls in love. But then all the bad guys kill his girlfriend. So what do you think of his mission? Do you think, you think he can go get every bad guy ever? Probably not. <laughs> if you make that your goal, then... <laughs> Probably not going to complete it. Right. So... So I got to complain a little bit about this connection. So Wolverine's like, like Brass is telling a story. He's like, so one of the guys that I decided to go after first was Mandarin. And Wolverine's like, bingo, as he snaps his finger. Um, he goes, I ran into the Mandarin before. That's why we're all connected. <laughs> <laughs> and he did in a really cool issue of Uncanny X-Men that we talked about a little while back. Um, him and Jubilee and Psylocke ran into Mandarin in Asia. And yeah, Mandarin probably wouldn't like him, but why? It makes no sense. Like, why would Mandarin say, okay, this brass guy's getting on my nerves. So let's take him out. Oh, by the way, unrelated, this other guy's getting on my nerves. We, we take him out too and put them together so this becomes impossible for us to win. Thanks. <laughs> I wish they didn't just make it so that there was a connection. I wish there was more like a backstory of why they picked these people. Not just, oh, we all ran into this guy one time. Right, right. And the Mandarin never even shows up in this story. Like, we maybe are led to assume that he hired Death Watch, but then Death Watch doesn't like resolve. Like when we get to the end, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. And it doesn't sound like he's reporting to anybody or have any responsibility to... And, you know, if the Mandarin hires you, you don't just walk out on that. My Mandarin's like one of the most, you know, powerful bad guys going around right now. He's got the ten rings of power. And he just got them back, so he's kind of peeved. Um, which, by the way, he, uh, he, he just made his comeback in... Well, not just, in relation to this timeline uh, in, in 1990. Um... John Byrne and John Romita Jr.'s Iron Man brings him back to power in Armor Wars 2, which is a great, great story. Um, so is the Mandarin just like Thanos for X-Men? <laughs> uh, well, he actually, so he's originally an Iron Man villain, like from the 60s, and was unfortunately sometimes um, a little bit stereotyped, sometimes a little bit racist, because, you know, back then they they did a lot of kind of Asian racism in the way they drew people. But um, but no, he found like these 10 power rings and they, each ring has a different power. So I guess it's similar, yeah, to like the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, but anyway, at some point he loses the rings and just becomes like a crime boss. And that's when Wolverine runs into him because Wolverine runs around in Madripoor, which is a fake uh, Asian island in the Marvel Universe. Um, and, you know, Mandarin at this point in time was in Hong Kong and 
was trying to move into Madripoor and Wolverine gets in his way. Um, but now, after that, he gets his ring back and goes back to full-on supervillain. This panel of a zoom-in of that guy's face, I expect that to be Kingpin. It does look like Kingpin because they make him look bald. Maybe he has a little wisp of hair, though, like the horseshoe. Um, yeah, so anyway, Wolverine continues to have his claws out and just hit people, which makes no sense to me. Um, so, yeah. Okay, well, moving on. Issue 70. Um, this cover is by Rob Liefeld, 90s legend. What do you think of this cover? I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like Wolverine burnt like all of his skin. He is very red looking, and he's on fire. So, yeah. And Rob Liefeld is the king of the half cow. He loves to tear off half of Wolverine's mask. That's what he loves to do. Um, but Ghost Rider looks pretty cool. He's really big, has really... Liefeld is also known for really big shoulder pads. He looks like he's got football pads on here. Um, <laughs> so our team fights their way um, upstairs through the ninja. Uh, they reach the top. They find Bridget and Jack, but are surrounded by Death Watch's goons this time. Our team takes out the Triad Brothers, but Death Watch comes in and calls a timeout. He blows his whistle. Um... <laughs> So we get some more and kind of, well, they tease us with a parallel story, but really it just goes back to regular. Um, the fighting's pretty cool. Uh, we see our hostages, Ghost Rider, burn some people with his chain. Um, some pretty cool, like, panels with the, those weird, he stabs a guy with all three claws through the wrist. And I don't think his yeah. wrist would be that fat. Uh, they look like just normal guys. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but then we finally see Death Watch. What do you think of Death Watch's design? I mean, kind of looks like Black Panther, but it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just a basic ninja costume, and he has like almost like a Japanese-looking mask and then long hair, because it's the 90s. All right, well, our last Staying chapter... Staying on. Staying on. <laughs> is uh, covered by comics legend John Byrne. And here we have Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and Death Watch posing for the camera. Um, all right, so this one. Uh, turns out Langley, Death Watch's assistant, arranged to kill Wolverine and Brass as a power move? Question mark. Death Watch kills him, but decides if he takes out Wolverine and Brass anyway, he can cozy up to Mandarin. So Langley had a deal with Mandarin, or maybe he didn't. We don't really know. The Death Watch says, hey, Mandarin hates both you guys. Bingo. <laughs> if I take y'all out, Mandarin will be my best friend. So he offers Ghost Rider to the hostages to kill Wolverine and Brass. He agrees <coughs> and throws Wolverine and Brass through random walls until they find the hostages. Death Watch says, forget it, and blows up the building, but of course everyone escapes. What do you think of our ending? <laughs> I mean, it could have been a little more smart. I think it's smart to have, like, have him trick Ghost Rider into, like, hey, you can have the hostages if you kill these two, because Ghost Rider is going to accept it. It's not a bad plan, but you got to think, 
Or maybe you don't. And he's a guy with a flaming skull, so maybe you don't assume he's a hero. Well, he'll, he'll do anything for vengeance. And he'll do it... True. Like, if he has a plan... Then but he won't start. hurt innocents, so he has to know... Either he doesn't know Ghost Rider's powers, or he has to be like, oh, Wolverine's not innocent. <laughs> well, he's gonna kill people with at least a few bad things that they've done. Right. Yeah. So they've had to at least done a few bad things. And well... Then, the spirit of vengeance must have been guiding them because he just kind of throws them everywhere and they land where the hostages are. <laughs> um, Alright, so what do you think of the art overall? It's pretty good. I like it. I'm a Teixeira fan. Um, it's definitely kind of, you know, like I said, 90s gritty. But I think it fits Wolverine and Ghost Rider well. Um you know, the action is pretty fluid. I really liked the parallel art, like, in the first chapter. Maybe could have done a little more of that, I thought, but, you know, that's fine. Um, so what do you think of the story overall? It's a, probably a little more work. It's a little out there and <laughs> not very finished. I feel like someone was like, we need to make a crossover and we need to make right. money. So... <laughs> Let's make a story that crosses eight panels, and then they like wrote it, and they're like, "I really like this," and they kept it going for eight, and then they're like, "Wait, we have to finish it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems a little rudderless at times. Just kind of, hey, wouldn't it be yeah, like wouldn't it be cool if Ghost Rider and Wolverine fought? Uh, what should they do? Well, fight ninjas? Okay. Yeah, we had this Death Watch guy that's, that was in the first issue of Ghost Rider. That'd be cool. Bring him back. Wolverine can fight him. Um, all right, two two big '90s characters, ninjas. Um, all right, we need a new a new ninja guy. Okay, um, he has a family. Okay. Um, bingo. They both know Mandarin. Okay, uh, so pull that in. But, well, we can't use Mandarin. He's in another story. Okay, um, so Death Watch has a partner who who maybe works for Mandarin. Okay, got it. So I have these question marks on these things that maybe happen. Should I answer them? No? Okay, thanks, editor. <laughs> now draw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, text. Draw some stuff. But, I mean, I feel like it was an okay story. Like, it was fun to see Ghost Rider and Wolverine together. Um, the plot doesn't really hold up if you read it too close. <laughs> but the fights are cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you read comics for, right? Just fights. <laughs> All the action. Yeah. I don't know. I So I thought the first chapter with the parallel story and bringing them... Headed, not together, but headed on the same path. It was a really cool introduction. And I was kind of excited. And I feel like the rest of the story just kind of got further and further away from that as it went. And kind of got less and less direction. Um, I thought Brass was fine. I don't know if they really needed to even introduce him. I just no. let... Make this like four parts instead of eight. Just let Wolverine and Ghost Rider... Let, obviously they have to fight each other because that's what heroes do. But then just let them have a couple issues of just going to town on ninjas. And that's kind of enough. I don't know if you really yeah. need all this extra stuff that kind of barely holds it together. Um, I don't know. So what do you want to grade? What do you th any other thoughts? What do you think? What's going on? 
Um, What's going on in that head of yours? I, I, I liked one thing, and it's that Ghost Rider's speech, I feel like is almost biblical. Yeah. He uses, like, thou, and instead <laughs> of, like, saying the word criminal, he says sinner. Yes. Being. Instead yeah. Of human. Yeah. No, I think Mackie did a good job with that. I don't know. I will eventually. I haven't. So, I, for people who follow me on Twitter know I've, I've had a Marvel history reading project undoing. I just started the 70s. So, I don't know how close I am to the original Ghost Rider. I've never, or I guess technically the second, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider. Um, I haven't read a lot of his 70s stuff, really hardly any. So I don't really know how he acts or talks. But right from the get-go, Mackie makes Danny Ketch's Ghost Rider kind of a biblical-sounding, like, you know, angelic, demonic force, um, very supernaturally, um, which that was kind of in vogue in the early 90s, you know, stuff like The Crow, um, kind of a, a tangential spiritualism, like kind of an ironic spirituality was kind of really big in the 90s. Like, lots of alternative bands would take, like, religious themes and make them not religious in songs. So you have a lot of, like, comparing stuff, like, to religious language. So it makes sense that that, that would bleed over into comics as well. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, what else you got? Um, that's it. I mean... Okay, well, what do you want to grade this story out of Six Claws? If we would do, if we did it just by the drawings and stuff, and maybe some of the more basic stuff, I would probably give it a four. Okay. But if you were add the story into it, it's probably <laughs> like a three or a two. Okay. Um. So I gave all, I gave the first part five out of six claws because, like I said, I was pretty excited when I read the first chapter. Um. The rest of them kind of step down from four and end up right where you are, about three out of six claws for the whole story. Um, do you really like the art? I think there's parts of the story that are good. It just doesn't quite land. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, any closing thoughts? Nope. That was a quickie. Uh, but thanks for coming on, man. Um, always fun to have you. We'll find another time to get you on here if you want to. Um Everybody give it up for Ethan. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. It'll be a while. We have some other stuff to traverse through, but the next Marvel Comics Presents story in issue 72 starts Weapon X. So that's pretty exciting. Um, so we will eventually get there probably later this summer. Um, but that's coming down the road. Um, and, yeah. Some more comics coming soon. So for the podcast that goes snicked, uh, you can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at snickcast. Um, Ethan, anything you want to plug? <laughs> I don't have anything to plug. Yay, Tuba. He's working on a song, so I'll probably put a link to that when it's done. Um, he wrote a song. We're recording it together, so that'll be fun. Um, all right, cool. Well, until next time, everybody, hugs and snicks. Bye-bye. Bye. And snacked.